And Trips, and welcome back to the With Mates podcast. It's been a while. Our, admittedly, that is my fault. We've had computers breaking down. We've had work issues. We've had all sorts of things, but we are back. The last podcast we did was in December, which was the phenomenal Spider-Man No Way Home. So I thought, right, how do we come back? How do we, maybe not top it, but how do we equal that? And for this episode, I can't believe I'm admitting this, but this is the first time I'm doing a podcast about Star Wars. Yes, unbelievable. First time ever. The With Mates podcast is talking about Star Wars. And with me, Andrew Grayson, today is two of my 100 buddies. I feel like I've not seen them in a very... These two guys were a part of my... They were my COVID life. That's the, the, My whole COVID was summed up by talking to these gentlemen about films. So I'm so glad to have them here talking about Star Wars. It's the one and only Mr. Joseph Boone. How are we, my friend? Hello, Andrew. And the insatiable Mr. Paul Sterrett. How are we? Hello. Hola. All of those great listeners out there. So yeah, this is the weird thing for me. We're just going to dive straight into this before, without any more interruptions. I can't believe I've not had, I can't believe I've not spoken about Star Wars on this podcast, full stop. I'm sure I've mentioned it in other podcasts, but look, we've not, I've not done a podcast about either a film or uh, a TV show. Um, but I'm even more so shocked at the fact, because I know how big, a f- how big fans are within the 100 team. So obviously, Joseph, I know you're a big fan. Paul, you're a big fan. That's why I'm happy to have you guys on. But I'm really surprised. And I think it's maybe an indication of where Star Wars is at the minute. Because yeah. I remember we we actually have had a con- like a few conversations about Star Wars as mm-hmm. a cast. And one of them was like one of the first sort of nights we sat on Zoom drinking together. Oh, yeah. And mm. it was just me and Paul talking about KOTOR. Yeah. <laughs> so it was <laughs> remake on the way. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, we've got that coming up very, very soon. Mm. But that's the thing. It's like, I think the thing that's kind of killing me about Star Wars, so like, for instance, everybody knows I'm a big old Marvel geek, eat up everything they do. But before Marvel was really kind of excelling to the point that they are now, Star Wars was my thing. When Force Awakens was was announced, I was, oh, I could not wait going to see the midnight showings. Arguably, I actually really enjoy The Last Jedi. I think it's a really good film. But from that point, I'm just kind of going... He's a, he's, oh, there's just so much kind of going wrong with it. I can equate it more to DC than I can um, Marvel. Paul, what, what are you? What is your kind of like fandom with Star Wars? Like, have you always been a fan? Is it a new thing? Is it something that you're still obviously as big as what you were? Like, where do you sit? Star Wars is um, one of the first films, maybe the first film I can ever recall seeing. I think mm-hmm. maybe my earliest film memory is watching uh, Luke go down the trench and Vader chasing him in his tie. Cool. Um, and, and that was on like uh, a video uh, which had been recorded from the telly, you know, so it had the adverts and stuff in it as well, you know, so. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that's how old we are. We remember Ooh. video cassettes. <laughs> um, so I'm, I've been a big, big fan. I, I used to collect Star Wars stuff, miniatures and whatnot. I uh, went to go see all the films multiple times in cinema, watched the Clone Wars, Rebels, all sorts, been a big big fan uh, and there's been uh, some stuff with me that just hasn't been sitting right with mm-hmm. star wars and i didn't quite get it straight away because i was the same force awakens i was in the queue with uh, a bunch of hundreds of thousands of other people to audition for force awakens uh, when, when they done um, that public audit open casting I might have been there as well. I can't. I definitely went to an open casting and I thought, oh, I'll see what it's like. 
and the queue is fucking and i was like, like thousands of people and as, as 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 someone that wants to be an actor as a career you're saying and going oh none of you like you just want to be in star wars which i i do not i do not um I, I don't go against that. Like, fair enough. If you want, if you love Star Wars and you want to be a film, of course, turn up for the open edition. But in your head, as an actor, you're like, yeah, I'm going, I'm going to be the next Luke Skywalker. Ugh. But yeah, I was, they were, I saw, they were all there sure in different costumes as well. Yeah, they come common costumes. I and that was the thing. I seen the queue. And I turned around. And I was like, I'm not waiting in that shit, man. I don't care about my dream is. I'm not waiting in a queue. I, I was one of the suckers that uh, stayed out in the the rain and whatnot to eventually get in. Um, I basically got past the first bit and I got to the second bit and they started asking me, oh, where did, where did you train and stuff like that? And I was like, da, 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 da. and then uh, they, uh, <laughs> I didn't make it past that bit, but I was, uh, <laughs> but, but I, I know someone that got through to like the last bit, but then didn't wow. get it, but it was cool. Uh, I did find out though, after extensive research, what the tooks they were casting, what the girl was cast in Scotland and the right. guy was cast in America. The girl was American, though. She was studying at a conservatoire. Mm-hmm. Um, it was an alien in a cantina and a nice. stormtrooper commander. Who says uh, I was kind of hoping it was the, the Han Solo, you're a dead man. I thought it was that guy. <laughs> Joseph, mate, what's your background? Obviously, because on the 100 podcast, we have the, the joyous, or we had the joyous uh, spirit special because Paul didn't see a lot of films. But then... Joseph took that over, so I'm assuming Star Wars was not on that list of movies you haven't seen. I've, I've never seen any Star Wars films, mate. Never seen no, I'm, 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 I'm not going to even joke about that. Like, <laughs> one of my earliest film memories is taking like Return of the Jedi out the VHS box and putting it in. That's awesome. Going oh, oh, for the video call again. So, like, I, I know that before my earliest memories started, I had already seen Star Wars. Nice. So that is how like much I've, I've I've seen the original trilogy to death. I love the prequels, even though they're wildly regarded. Like there was, yeah, I, just, there was, I love them. There was a time I feel as if you couldn't admit that, but like I always had a soft spot. Like look, you watch them back yet? Yeah, mm-hmm. Fucking yeah, no, I've, them, I've, but... I've never I've never had like a, a a bad opinion on the the only bad opinion no. I've had on the prequels is like some of the dialogue in Attack of the Clones. Yeah, as uh, there's a lot of dialogue and all of them. That you... are quite, uh, Here's here's my take on it. It's a consistent, well thought out uh, trilogy, unlike the sequel trilogy. It's yeah. like poetry. It rhymes, Paul. It, it does rhyme. It does. I I actually agree with that. Like un- no, you know it does. Unironically, that's what Lucas says. About I know. It. I know. Like, <laughs> I I grew up. I grew up watching it. Like um, me me and my cousin used to play like Phantom Menace in the garden. Like. I can distinctly, I can distinctly remember being in high school when Revenge of the Sith was coming out, and we were queuing up for music, um, for our music class, and I can remember so distinctly, it might have been English, it doesn't matter, counting how many lightsaber battles we thought was going to be in Revenge of the Sith, because like mm. in the trailer you seen like Grievous, and I'm like, Grievous got lightsaber, so we're going to see that one, and Count Dooku's still alive, so we're going to see that one as well, and then Darth Vader's obviously going to be in it, so we'll see that. And honestly, like. I remember same same as you guys, man. I think we we done a thing for the one hundred where my earliest cinema memory was going to see Phantom Menace, mm. and it's the same with you. It's like I think old James Bond movies, old Star Wars movies. These were the films that I was watching with my dad and my grandpa and all that kind of stuff. And from that point on, strangely enough, I was never into the animated stuff until I was older. Like I never watched Clone Wars. I watched Rebels in the last maybe like five ten years. Um, 
but I've always been I've always been a fan of the movies. Again, big prequel fan. And then when they announced the new movies coming out, I was like, yeehaw, let's fucking go. So excited there at midnight, seen them two or three times. I, re- I remember the animated stuff. I, I remember when like the I call it the Samurai Jack Clone Wars. Yeah. It was oh, the they're series. brilliant. They're so good. And they came uh, out, and I remember getting wee little. They had like wee little action figures that that you could get <laughs> as well. And I've still got like the Obi Wan somewhere. I don't yeah, know what it is. Amazing. I need to find it again. He's, 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 it's like, it's like the really gonna... like angular jaw that he's got. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember watching them thinking, oh, this is great. And I heard Clone Wars is coming back. I'm like, yes, here we go. And I remember tuning in for the first episode and thinking, this is a load of shit. <laughs> oh, that's my God. issue. I've, I've tried to go back to watch Clone Wars and there's a lot of filler in it, man. It's like six there or is. seven series, 24 episodes. And, and again, they're only like 20 minutes, but at the same time, I'm going, I need to look up and see like, right, what, because I heard the last series is really, really good. So that's what made oh, me want to go back. Yeah, I love I loved Rebels. Go on, Paul. Guys, like, I, 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 come I, on. Before you say it, Paul, I did. I've watched Clone Wars. I love Clone Wars now. But when I was little, I was like, <laughs> Thank oh, you. this is nae Star Wars, though. It's too kiddie. <laughs> when um, I was little, when, for when, you. When, 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 I was, when I was three. <laughs> 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 but now I've, I went back. I remember we, we started, like me and my, my pals at college, we chatted about it. And I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll give it another go. And mm. I was like, this is, this is decent, man. Especially when they start. Like when Dave Filoni finally convinces everyone that you know Star Wars is a thing that Disney needs to fund, and yeah. they're like, "Okay, cool, it's it's getting audience." And he goes, "Right here we go, gloves are off. Let's start tackling the Mortis arc. Here we go." Oh yeah, it's it's. Gorgeous. I've definitely brought the two right guys on for this, man. You're <laughs> there you go. Proper sweaty here with the the, <laughs> the wealth of fun, knowledge. Fun fact: I don't know if you know this, Joseph, but Mortis mm-hmm. was actually where the last, uh, where Rise of Skywalker, when it was going to be called the Jewel of the Fates, was going to take I place. Know. I was, go- I was so psyched for it as well. <sighs> I, I've, I've read, <laughs> I, I've read what I can of that script that I've seen bits mm. online, and it's, it's so much better. It would have been so are. much better, but so I think you can only dream. This tone kind of, to me, sums up where Star Wars is now. There is so there was so much potential, hoping of where we're going. And again, I don't think that the the way society is in terms of movie fandom, like everybody has their own ideas. Now, again, this was the same. I said this when um, I watched Last Jedi, and I was like, look, I expected something different, but I liked what they gave me. Ultimately, it didn't go anywhere. Which is again, that's a that's a discussion for another podcast, but. The thing for me that that, that kind of not turned me off Star Wars, I'm always going to watch Star Wars. I'm always going to be excited to see whatever content that they're going to throw out there. But the thing that got me was like when it was coming out saying that they didn't have a plan. It was just jumping from director to director, countless directors getting like sacked in the middle of um, productions. It just seemed as if they had no, they were, they, they didn't have a clue where or what they wanted to do. And then we get to, we're going to segue into the specifics of what we're here to talk about today. We then get to the TV series which today we are going to do a series rundown. It was in the title. It'll be on there when you've read the podcast. We're going to do a season season rundown of the book of Boba Fett. And I believe this had a lot riding on it in the sense of the first two seasons of The Mandalorian is some of the best Star Wars that they've given us, especially uh, post-Disney. So before we get into the spoilers of it all, um. I take it you both guys have watched Mandalorian, uh, but what was your thoughts on? Did you want a Boba Fett series? And then now that we've got it, did it live up to what you thought it was going to be? I didn't know I wanted a Boba Fett series right. until he sat on the throne at the end of Mandalorian, <laughs> and I was like, 
yeah, you know what? Yeah, let's do this. Let's let's go for it. And I, it didn't live up to my expectations, but that's not a bad thing. Because mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be completely different. I thought it was just going to be Boba going around doing Boba things, killing folk. But I personally, I like the way they, they took the series. Nice. Because at the end of the day, he was just kind of emulating his father, almost. He's a simple man just trying to make his way in the galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, what about you, mate? Okay, so I've, I'm a big boba, what do you call it these days? Stan. Mark. A Stan. Mark. <laughs> um, I liked, I loved all of the stuff like in the old canon stuff. I follow that. Uh, I read books and all that sort of stuff about it. And so he's definitely different. But ever since they announced like Star Wars is coming back, I was yeah. like, what's happening with Boba? Because it's like a big thing because they, when they got rid of the old canon, one of the first questions you ask, like what happens, you know, like, after the books is what happens to Boba? Because he falls in and he's too good of a character to just die in that pit. So it's that opening scene of the first episode mm-hmm. where he's in there, and it's like it's dark, it's dank. He's trying to breathe. He's being choked, and I thought that was pure perfection. And then he's like mm-hmm. trying to find a way out, flamethrower. I thought that was amazing. And I was like, there needs to be something, Boba. And that was I originally when I saw Mandalorian, I just oh, this is Boba, and he's got new armor, armor. I didn't know. And then the so I didn't know, but I knew there would had to be something. There had to be a film. Uh, and I had ideas for what the film could be or a series or something. I knew there had to be something. I think initially there was a rumour that there was, <clears throat> excuse me, going to be a Boba Fett film. And I think just with like the, how disruptive all those felt, like again, there's been countless amounts of Star Wars films announced and then like there was going to be a Ryan Johnson trilogy. There was going to be... Um, the Game of Cones guys. Yeah, the Game of Cones guys going to do... It's one. a Thrones, uh, sorry. Thrones. No, 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 let's plug Game of Cones, Game of Cones. But yeah, Game of Thrones guys are going to do yes, one. So, um, so what was what was your trilogy going to be, Paul, when you, when you did direct uh, Star Wars? Game of Thrones guys are going to do it. We also had uh, Patty Jenkins was going to do a Rogue Squadron. Um, Rogue Squadron, yeah. One like that. And they've all either been like, um, what was it, like something differences it's not it's like i don't think you've got a plan and i think that's for me why like when i seen mandalorian how well it went second series was just as good if not better is because you've got somebody like john favreau who knows the characters loves the characters and will plan out where he wants to go and i think we'll get into that more when we start talking spoilers about this series um and then you've also got um what's his name not john favreau the other one dave filoni Dave Filoni, Filoni, sorry. Dave Filoni, Filoni. who is essentially like the passer of the, or the the baton from George Lucas. Like he knows everything there is to know about Star Wars. If you watch any of the animated stuff, you see how much he knows these characters and what he wants to do with them. Um, So for me, with Boba Fett, I never understood the hype with Boba Fett. The guys get four lines in the entire time he's in the, the the first three films yes he looks really cool there is a night there is a really cool 20 minute documentary on disney plus that kind of gives you the background of how they come up with boba fett that he was going to be they were, they were originally going to make him not him but they were going to make elite stormtroopers that were going to look like yeah. boba fett they couldn't afford to do any more than the first costume so then he became a bounty hunter and it's a really cool and i like i get why people would kind of be drawn to him because he was mysterious and he was cool and stuff but there was never that desire for me for the series or for a film 
But the interesting thing that I found out was essentially before they did the Mandalorian, Filoni and Favreau wanted to wanted Boba Fett. Favreau loves Boba Fett as a character, and he was like, "I want to do a Boba," Fett. and they're like, "No, no, no, no." So essentially, they created their own one in the Mandal in the Mandalorian and uh, Dinjarin. And I ultimately think uh, the Mandalorian success was the biggest reason. I wouldn't say this series failed, but maybe underwhelmed is the story because I've got it up on IMDb and even looking at it, the highest scoring, um, the highest scoring episodes are Mandalorian Mando episodes. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 two it's Mando two point five, like Chapter Five, Return of the Mandalorians nine four. Uh, chapter six from the desert comes a stranger is 9.5 so like they're the two best episodes and i think it is because we've had two seasons full of um of dinjarin and i think the thing as well is like the way he is in the sense of i wouldn't say dinjarin's a bad guy but he will kill you if he needs to to get whatever it is that he's doing and i think that's what everybody thought boba fett is and was mm -hmm. and was going to be whereas he came into this series and he's very much like i'm going to rule with respect i'm not going to kill anybody Mm -hmm. but there was a nice arc in the series where we kind of get from start to finish so if you haven't seen the Mandal uh, the book of Boba Fett series <laughs> now is the time to stop listening go watch the series come back and listen to our wonderful spoiler thoughts on uh, this series um, so you have been warned the warning is over now um, so what, what were you just in general what did you think of the series I'll come to Paul first in general yeah, uh, let, let's say okay. I won't go too deep into my problems yet. I'll just say in general, <laughs> I liked a lot of this. I thought they they introduced some really nice, cool characters, especially the one uh, at the very last bit of the second last episodes. Uh, if you watch yeah. the Clone Wars uh, at all, he's one of the best <laughs> characters in it. Um, he's really cool. Of all since like the new, well, I suppose Clone Wars is still technically part of old canon, and they became part of the new canon. But yeah, he's like one of the new bounty hunters that became just as good as any of the classics. You know, yeah. Cad Cad Bane, he's fantastic. He was one of my favorite things in the whole thing. Boba himself, I've got some issues with, but I think uh, in the direction they're trying to take him, mm -hmm. they I, I could understand why he's like this and doing this and. Uh, just sometimes it's only really in the first episode and a couple of other times um, and I know it's because he's been through hell I find he gets beaten up quite a bit and I'm like come on because he, he shows off the kind of Boba I want him in, in Mandalorian season 2 in his yeah. introduction because he's battering stormtroopers with that gaffy stick just smashing their heads in and stuff and yeah. you kind of yeah. want a bit more of that I think and I know he's trying to go down this route I think what I would have liked is if he'd been trying to go for respect but yeah, he found himself yeah. too easily going it's easier just to shoot you you know and bang Aye. and then he's like no and then something happens then he should have went down this other road and then he's like okay i'm gonna try and i think that's mm. maybe part of how i would have done it what about you joseph oh it it hit loads of really good notes for me mm. the series did but the sort of the bad notes i think it kind of comes from pacing of the whole thing um because they were trying to tell two stories at once in the first half of the season yeah and that that's kind of my <clears throat> my biggest gripe because you know one of the biggest questions as paul said 
was how does Boba get out of the Sarlacc pit? And we've had quite a few iterations of that. Yeah. Like, same sort of story, but I like the take on it being, you know, he, he lives with the Tuscans and he learns from them. <clears throat> and I like the idea of it being he kind of learns peace from the Tuscans, mm-hmm. which, even though they've been seen to be quite a violent race, you know, considering with the um, what happens in the, the prequel trilogy. And if they'd started the season like that and gone on just focusing on that storyline, that would have been wonderful. And kind of showing mm. that the way Boba changes from a man of violence, a bounty hunter, to a man of respect. And that would have been lovely to just fully dissect that. But that doesn't mean the other storyline was bad with him trying to like be the daimyo of um, Mos Espa. Um, what was it? Mos Eisley. One of the two. Um, oh, there was that many bodies he tried to figure it out. He's in Mos Espa, which is Espa. where the which yeah. is where they are in Phantom Menace. Mos Eisley yeah. is where they are in A New Hope, mm-hmm. that's and that's where the, the gangs are. Okay. But like, okay, it, clever. if, if, if it had been like, like first season, him learning to be a man of respect. Second season could have been him, you know, becoming daimyo and mm. ruling with respect in the way that kind of like befits him now. That would have been a wonderful arc. Mm. Both storylines are good. But I think having them run concurrently was a bit confusing, yeah. and especially for an audience that isn't familiar with Boba and isn't familiar with all of the um, the non-canon stuff or like how how important he is as a character to the fandom as well. Mm-hmm. Kind of, I think it, they let themselves down. I think they were trying to do too much because they might have got I, you know because John Favreau is, he loves the character. He might yeah. have gone just a little bit too excited about it. And just trying to put in a bit too much. And you can't blame him. Boba Fett's an amazing character. Like, he's just, he's so cool. He's just, I, really I, I, just, like, I just don't get it. I just don't get it. I don't get I, why. I, maybe it was like, like, uh, like growing up when we'd play Star Wars on the playground, everyone yeah. was wanting to be Boba Fett. Mm. You know, and it was like, that's, oh, yeah. that's what we wanted. No, and... I, I always wanted to, I'm, I wanted to be what we're about to get in May. That was my guy. He was, he yeah. was, oh, oh, definitely. My yeah. guy. But, but yeah, it was, there, there was there was a lot of stuff. I'm I'm going to quote my friend L on this, okay. um, because she said that uh, the book of Boba Fett has done something that nobody else has managed to do, and that's bring the mods and the punks together as one. <laughs> <laughs> with those, with with the mods and the speed bikes, like who knew yeah. the book of Boba Fett to do that? Do you mean um, the Power Rangers? They they <laughs> were for sure for me one of the most jarring. Yeah. points of the, the series I, th- I i thought you know like I, I i like the idea of a gang and they're replacing themselves with droid parts to make them yeah. more efficient or deadly i like that but just i don't know it was like their design it was something. the aesthetics it was the aesthetics yeah. of it the idea behind that gang like even if you wanted to do mods with mopeds and they were like replacing body parts because we've had that for the start we've had that with vader we've had that with luke they've all got like metal hands and all that kind of stuff that's not the thing. It's the, it's the the shiny, bright red and yellow and the fucking. If they all morph together, they make one big super moped. It was the aesthetics of it, right? It's, it was so jarring to this like dusty sand and it, like mm. they, it all just looked shiny and new. It looked like something out of cyberpunk or like fucking the Matrix. It was it it didn't fit the aesthetics of what Star Wars was. If it looked grungier and dirtier and it was like they found yeah. the parts out a bin. That would maybe make more sense, but I, I actually know. wrote cyberpunk down in my notes when yeah. I was like, yeah. cyberpunk's chasing, you know, the uh, a legit, 
like again, like I kind of got used to them, but like in the, the the final episode when they were coming, I was like, I, I literally started singing the Power Rangers theme. I was just go go Power Ranger. Just See, I, I thought that too. But the the one the bit that I I didn't like, not because of like any sort of like bigger reason, only because yeah. it was just awkward. It was awkward writing. It's when Boba Fett says like something, keep an eye on him, and he goes, oh sorry, and the boy with the robo eye just goes, uh, no offense. I'm like, but. <laughs> Yeah, Andy there was and their some... dad's got like a robot hand or robot legs or a robot nose in Star Wars. Like, yeah, <laughs> I think I think the thing for me, well, I'm I'm going to kind of quickly gloss over everything that I didn't like about the series because I did enjoy it like overall, but there was a lot in this where I was like, oh, so Joseph, you've already kind of brought up the whole flashback thing. It was cool the first time and the second time you, could, but then I think it was like four episodes in before it stopped and it legit stopped by boba getting out the tank going i am i am cured there will be no more back and you're going all right cool so that you've addressed the fact that we will no longer get flashbacks that's fine they they seem to be kind of going back to his childhood that didn't really do much that like that that didn't really go anywhere um i wanted more of uh fennec she is honestly one of the coolest characters that have i don't know when she got introduced i know she was in like um, it was the Bad Batch. It was, was it Mandalorian? Yeah, it was Mandalorian. I know she was in like Bad Batch and things like that, but uh, Ming Na Wen is fucking killing it as um, Fennec Shand. I-, I wanted so much more of her. I love the fact that they use British actors like Matt Berry to to voice um, to voice some of the droids. Mm. In terms of more that I didn't like, there was some characters that I didn't the see the guy with the tails. Oh, I loved him. The major droid. Oh, oh, I loved great. him. Again, uh, I just didn't think, like, tone-wise it fit. I was just like, oh. No, like, it, it, no I, I, I thought it fit so well tone-wise because so, he's, that, he's that politics aspect of, uh-huh. like, the, yeah. the prequels coming in. It's it's, it's and that could, awful clunky dialogue coming back And in. should there be a second season, you can damn oh, he's well definitely gonna be he, he's He's going to be, you know, because uh, Jabba had Bib Fortuna as yeah. his major. He's going to be Boba's major. Boba's- he's going to... He's going to hate him, but he's also going to be like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, d- he gets the job. I think that's the interesting thing, though, as well, is because the, the 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 mental hair woman uh, in Mandalorian that was featured quite a bit in this as well. Uh, I wasn't a f- uh, Amy Sedaris. I, yeah, Amy Sedaris. I wasn't a fan of her the first time I seen her in Mandalorian. I'm like, you don't fit here. This isn't, that's, you don't, Star Wars. But now I'm like, oh, no, that's just her. I, I like her. I don't mind her. I think she's actually quite, mm. uh, quite charming now. So yeah, the big some of the other things like the the Power Rangers, the aesthetic didn't fit. A big thing for me as a series as a whole, the fact that Mandalorian comes in, loved it, but it was the best part of the series, and this is a series about Boba Fett, and he didn't feature in one episode at all, and then he was on screen for five seconds in another episode, and I'm going, it's Book of Boba Fett. So to me, especially near the end, it got to the point of, well, yeah, this is. This this is just Mandalorian 2.5. This is us. And the thing is as well, though, like going forward, I actually don't mind that, which we will get to when I t- start talking about the good stuff. Um, I don't know. For me, I don't think there was a lot wrong with it that made me go, I don't like this. But there was an over kind of sense of, did we need it? Like It felt like, like I, know, I know what you mean. It felt like a lot of the things that I had a problem with was yeah. it felt like they were just trying to be a bit safe. Yeah, we've got like like story wise or like keeping people. Hooked. Yeah, yeah. It was like they were trying to play to every crowd, mm-hmm. which obviously it's like they've kind of got to do considering like 
the scale of the thing, but I think a lot of big diehard Boba fans were wanting just like something fully dedicated to him. Yeah. And again, I think this is I think this is a thing that kind of comes back to the 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 expectation thing. This is a character that we didn't see. We only see, we seen in the eighties and this early seventies with with the the first original movies. We got a wee bit of a glimpse of him as a child in um, Attack of the Clones. He's obviously in and out of things within the animated series, but this was a big thing. Like the Sarlacc pit was a people wanted to know if and why he escaped. There was a fan made movie, a uh, short oh, yeah. film that showed it and stuff. It was really really good. Um, by the way, Star Wars has got some of the best fan-made movies. There was a mall one. I don't know if you've oh, seen that. Is that the mall one? The mall one. In the forest. He and he's just, oh like, my God. so good. So good. And that's like, I'm, I'm looking through Facebook trying to find like, is MDD in any kind of film? So I did did like anyone it. notice the sneaky little bit of like lore they've made canon? What's that? In the series. I probably they, did. They've just made glow. the holiday special canon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Oh, like yeah. him going like, I have ridden bigger. Like, I, like the, oh yeah, I'm just yeah, like yeah. there we go. That's but the that's, holy special canon. That's the weird thing. I've read bigger beasts. He's um, Fabro is a massive fan of that. He's a, he mm. loves the Star Wars holiday special. I think James Gunn as well is a massive fan. That's why we're getting the the Guardians of the Galaxy. I think it's this year we get Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Christmas special. But yeah, oh, right. for me, for me, there's 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 not a lot that I go. I don't like it. It's very much more just a yeah. It's fine. It's, I'm enjoying it. I'm not at nothing. At no point was I going. I'm not going to watch next week. But I think the overriding thing was for me. I was going. Did we need it? Mm-hmm. And then when we get to the good points, I think the reason why we did need it was essentially, it's a nice wee story of, because as you say, Joseph, like see when we got to the end of series two, and you seen Boba Fett come in and sit on that throne, I, my mouth was salivating. I was like, oh, give me this. Like yes, I want this. And now that I got it, I'm kind of just like. Yeah, that was fine, but give me give me Mando three. Like that's now um that's my thought process isn't I can't wait for Boba Fett uh, book of Boba Fett series two. I want Mando series three, and would I think. You... Where you go? I was just gonna say, would you like my hot take on this? Yeah, go on, give me your hot Please take pop, before we move on please. to the good stuff. Okay, so this is also gonna come with a, a prediction. Um, I'll tell you what I want. I'll tell you what I wanted. And then I'll tell right. you why, why I think they've done it this way. Okay. So what I wanted was, I was thinking about this. I watched them all today. If I was being really honest in this whole series, I would wanted no Grogu, uh, less Mando, but still have him in. No Luke, no Ahsoka, and more Bounty Hunters. That At the end of the day, that is what I wanted. Because for right. me, Cad Bane trumps Luke, Ahsoka, because they were so cameo in this. Look yeah. a bit more than Ahsoka, but you didn't need them. And I think you've actually diluted Mandalorian Season 3 a bit by having it in this. Because you've had Grogu and Mando's reunion mm-hmm. in a middle of a battle when mm-hmm. he just, oh, you're here! And then that was it, where yes, you could have had a lot more time to build up to that at the start. I think you could have done uh, a lot of Episode 5 where he goes and meets the the armorer lady and whatnot mm-hmm. that could have been the first episode of mando 3 mm-hmm. or i'm happy if that episode had just went up to then and because he goes back to tatooine yeah and then he met fennec instead of building a ship i think you could have done that um and then that way he was only on half the episode and then boba you know they could have done all sorts of stuff from there 
that yeah. that was my issue. I think you could have included all this in like the first episode of Mando season three. But the reason I think they've maybe done it this way, because I know we were chatting about this, and I remember I told you my predictions for Mando season three is they're going to meet Bo-Katan. She's going to go crazy for the dark saber. She's going to want control of because she's obsessed with it. And then she's going to like free Moff Gideon is my thing. And cause she's that desperate and she's going to fight Mando. Mm-hmm. And what I've realized is maybe they are actually dipping into more of the old canon than I realized. And they're actually what they're going to do. Cause we've already just established this whole season that he's actually not bad as a ruler. Yeah. Is that Mando's going to fight Bo-Katan and get his ass kicked. And she's going to take the saber and then Boba's going to step in and be like, Actually, why don't I give it a try? And then he's going to become the Mandalore. Is my the real little Mandalore? Mm. Where we have that's very, not where I thought you were going to go with that. Very, oh, diff- very cool. differing views, Mister Stirrup. Very differing views. Mm. But we will get. To I that. wanted. I wanted no Jedi. I want more bounty. The Cad Bane thing was the best thing in this whole series. Mm. He was amazing. I, I'm, I fully, I fully agree, Paul. I fully agree. Like. I would have preferred the Ahsoka uh, Luke stuff to be part of Mandalorian. When he started being like, I'm going to assemble army, this is where I was thinking, he's going to go and find a thing like... Um, Bosk. Bosk. And, and that, and that would have um, made a good IG-8 dynamic. Uh-huh. And like, like him finding the old bounty hunters who they did kind of like clash and stuff. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. that's what bounty hunters do. But like, almost like, uh, for me... Like an expendable style film where they get yeah. like the old, all the old fucked bounty mm-hmm. hunters back yeah. just to like do that. That would have been so cool. And then have that payoff. Like, I'll, I'll talk about it later, but just that that last scene in episode six, just holy shit. Mm. Yeah. That yeah. was on par with the look reveal in Mando season two for me. And, yeah, and if you brought in someone like Bosk as well, you'd have a really good dynamic with uh, Black Christan, the Wookiee. Bounty mm. Hunter, who's only existed in a, the new comics up to comics, now. yeah. Um, so that would have been a good, uh, maybe a season two. I don't know, but I, I thought he was really good. The Wookie, he was really cool. But yeah, hot take. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Paul, like what you were saying, right? I, I like it. I would not argue against it. However, for me, when I realized, like I think it was after maybe episode five. Ep- no, it would have been episode after episode six. Um. So, like, I thought episode five, it was, like, Mandalorian episode, and we'll go back and we'll get Boba Fett. Oh, sorry, in fact, this reminds me as well. Another big thing I didn't really like about this series was, I don't think we had a big bad. I don't think we had a villain. Like, it was the Pikes, but they didn't really develop the Pikes. I didn't really give a fuck about the Pikes. I didn't really, it didn't really go where until we got Cad Bane, when I was like, oh, yes, this is the guy. But again, (laughs) you would like more time with that. But yeah, so for me, after episode six, when I realized that they brought Luke and Ahsoka and Grogu and uh, Mando back, I was going okay, this is very much setting up season three. Now I get the reasons why you were saying this in the sense of you could have had the Armourer episode as episode one in season three of Mandalorian. The reason I think we did this is because, and I think this is the plan, I don't think this was a because I've seen people saying it was like a, it's, it's a cash grab because you've got ready Grogu and then you're bringing him back because you're going to lose out on all this, like people buying plushies and T-shirts and all that kind of stuff. To me, I think this was always the plan because I think Grogu is inevitably going to be the one that gets the um, Darksaber. See, I was thinking that Ooh. until I thought of the Boba thing. 
<laughs> I don't know. I don't think because Boba's not because Boba's not Mandalorian, is he? No, he is. So that's why he proved in the Mandalorian season two because Django is Mandalorian. I know he's right. a clone, but he's yeah. still yeah. Mando. And um, Boba became leader of the Mandalorians. You call the man leader of Mandalorians yeah. Mandalore, same as a planet. It's a bit odd. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but um, he became Mandalore in the old canon as well. And I was mm. like, maybe they are drawing on this more than I thought. And what I thought, just it came to me. Imagine this, right? Imagine we didn't see Grogu in this whole series, right? Right. But then uh, we got a bit of Mando and he meets Fennec. And instead of meeting, building the ship and stuff, he says, I really want to go see Grogu. And says, look, we really need you here. We'd appreciate it. You know, come on. We've got these guys coming in to kill us. Okay. Yeah. He goes and helps them. You deal all of that. You get to the last episode, still no Grogu until the end credit scene where yeah. he's and he's maybe delivered the thing i don't know or maybe the scene is he's delivered it and he flies off mm. and then you just cut to look sitting in front of grogu going you can have the armor or you can have the lightsaber and then that would keep you I going till season I three uh, see i, I have got, a big issue with that. about the yeah. what the lightsaber the fact that yoda's lightsaber is should have been fucking destroyed and it shouldn't exist Apparently it was an, apparently he's had apparently he's had two, because I thought the same, and then I'd re, I'd listened to a podcast and apparently he had two. Um, I don't know. Uh, but they're just making I'd, stuff up now. They're yeah, just making stuff. Up. This is the thing <laughs> as well. Is like Disney Disney really tied their hands behind the back with this. Like, see that thing. Everything is canon. Everything other than this, like this, is all interlinks. The games, the magazines, the books, the fucking mm -hmm. uh, all. And then you they go. Can't keep track of all that. Stuff. Well, it's not because they're, they're, I've seen a video. I've not actually watched it, but it's like all people too. They pay people to, but they don't like it. Ultimately, it doesn't. <laughs> Not enough. In the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> As I go, sorry, that wasn't canon. I don't matter. No one will notice, and you're going, no, wrong fucking fandom. Maybe thinking that. But yeah, I had a big issue with that because again, when it comes to the whole like, oh, you have um, when you have to choose between it, and it's like, oh, you can't have attachments, and I'm going, mate, you fucking had attachments. Like you, you, you've went from the Luke Skywalker that left um, Yoda. To go save his friends to now you are by the book fucking prequel Jedi Order. It doesn't make sense to me. And again, that, maybe it was just because I wanted to see him have both. No, it's it's a good it's a good point because actually in the, the old canon, the Grandmaster, uh, Luke Skywalker as he was called there. Yeah. Um he the he sort of goes about he actually slightly changes the Jedi uh, sort of traditions. He's yeah. like actually you can because the whole thing with Anakin is uh -huh. that was he wasn't allowed to love and that's what drove him you know because he did love big time and then it yeah because it, but with luke he actually changed that to like no love's actually the the best thing you know, a yeah jedi can do but yeah. uh and, and not keeping it a secret is like going to help us all so much in the long. so he like sort yeah. of changed and that that was like a big thing of the the old books and whatnot and yeah so it is it is odd that there's, he's like just sort of going back to no 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 nothing at yeah. all and i think it's weird yeah, as well as like i think how we get from where we we see luke in this to where he ends up last jedi i'm like mate it's a short time for that kind of fallout to happen and i just i don't know i don't think things add up again this is me being pernickety like i'm mm -hmm. it's, it's nothing that's going to kind of turn me off from from watching this kind of stuff no yeah i i totally agree but the thing i i'm sort of like hoping that whole choice thing is setting up what happens in the old canon with Grandmaster Luke. 
yeah. maybe he goes, yeah, I shouldn't have offered him the choice because now I can't do what I'm meant to do and rebuild the Jedi. And uh, I, I'm well, they... kind of hoping that's like a like a development point for yeah. him. Yeah, I think the, the interest ten years until Kylo comes and kills them all. But this is yeah. the thing: is the interesting thing was when it came down to the choice, I was pretty like ninety nine percent certainly picking the vest, not only because the the ship which i will talk about is one of the highlights as well had the the, the grogu dome at the back mm. but i was certain there was either a book or a comic where it was that kylo was the first jedi that he starts training mm. and i was like unless you're really like going against what's been written before then it has to be that um but yeah for me i like the fact looking back on it when i when i watched them through again the, the, we, we've already kind of spoken about how they were dragging the fucking um, the flashbacks and as much as I enjoyed some of the stuff in the flashbacks I don't think they could have dragged that out for another two episodes for what they were giving us like I think there is more that they should have and could have added in but for the episodes that we got I'm going I don't think you could have got two more full episodes so having that Mandalorian episode and then having like half Mandalorian and then uh, the introduction of Cad, introduction of Cad Bane I thought worked really well and it also means now as I say like I'm leaving this going I want Mandalorian season 3 we can go we don't need like to go get Grogu and, and have an episode to that like it's done we know where we're going we're back together and we can go because again I think it's going to it's going to lead to um, the, the Darksaber and then you've obviously got the Ahsoka stuff going trying to find Thrawn so we know where these stories are going whereas with Boba Fett I don't know if we'll get a season two. We might, I would assume because of the after credit scene, there's going to be some sort of like... Mm -hmm. But it's, it would be interesting to me as like, does he get his own series again? Or does he that now just become a part of like a two-episode span of Mandalorian? I, th you know I, mean? I think, yeah. I think he's going to get a season two. Yeah. But... The I love the, I love the fact gonna, as well just to, just to bring in like I don't know if you guys read it like Sue and Craig um, so the host of the 100th film uh, review put in oh if I was uh, Tamara Morrison I'd be absolutely furious at what they've done in my series I'm going I'm sure he's greeting and he's fucking wads of Star Wars cash like I'm oh, I'm sure he's very happy with what he's, he's doing he's beside himself with yeah. grief but, but uh, I think actually he's in a pretty good position I think uh, I, I would have again liked more Boba and my Boba Fett series, but uh, he's going to be, because of who he is, mm -hmm. he will be able to play live-action Rex from yeah. Clone Wars, if, that, if that's yeah. a thing. Yeah. Live you know, any clone character, yeah. particularly Rex, though, uh, he was going to be able to play. You know, I still, I still think we'll get more Boba Fett. I'm just not 100% sure of will we get a series just going by how, how it seems to be See, it's not even negative. People like it. It's just you're going, why wasn't Boba Fett in this seat? Why did you do Mandalorian episodes? Why? Where is... I'm seeing jokes saying, oh, fantastic cameo for Boba Fett in the Boba Fett series. And you're mm -hmm. going, that's hilarious because it's fucking true. But I feel as if I've kind of focused on the negative. So let's switch it up. Let's start talking about some of our favourite parts of this series. Because for me, there is fucking loads. And I'll, I'll start us off with the introduction and cameos in this episode even to the smallest amount. So the one I popped for, obviously Cad Bane loved it. The, the walk-in, the entrance, mm, mwah, the voice, the, the fucking voiceover work, the look. A couple of wee things I didn't like about the look, his fingers kind of creeped me out, didn't, they, they looked a bit off, but the rest all worked for me. Um, Timothy Oliphant coming back, 
Um, as you say, we got the 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 Gladiator Wookie, which I had seen small parts of, but oh my god, we got it in live action. Um, obviously, Grogu back, another Luke Skywalker, which we'll t- talk about uh, about the the deep fake stuff His as face. well. Yeah, <laughs> um, Ahsoka's back, R two. But the thing I popped for most was the BD unit. When B yes, yes, the out. fucking BD unit, man. Be- I was, I was up here. I was like, <laughs> fucking fallen order. Here we go. Holy shit! I ah, uh, that was I, that. Oh, I, was, that was, I, was, <laughs> I can remember. I didn't, I didn't watch that episode during the day. I was like, oh no, fuck! I need. I watch it in my bed. And when BD <laughs> came out, I was like, ah, it's BD one. Because ah, I, my he is my favorite droid. He's my he favorite. My he's favorite the best droid. droid. He's oh, oh, he's he's up there with Chopper for me. It's like a tie between him and Chopper from Rebels. I oh, know BD. You, you BD, know that, like BD just pips him at the Pope because of how cute BD is. Pips, but like, pips him at the Pope. <laughs> Piss him at the post. Sorry, I'm getting too excited about the fucking BD unit to speak properly. But he went all religion on us. He went all um, religion. He got evangelical up on us. Space <laughs> BD one, lovely. Oh no, yeah. that was that was a great wee bit. And I was like, fucking that's, loved that's it. Fucking brilliant because that that just that creeps the door open ever so slightly. Yeah, just ever so slightly for Fallen Order to come in. I was I was gonna say you've got me at a disadvantage here. I've not played Fallen Order. Is that you would uh, love it? Oh. It's so good. Do you know what they do so well in this series as well that also Jedi Fallen Order does is uh, Order sixty six. Oh, you get doesn't uh, matter how many times you see Order sixty six. Yeah. It breaks my heart every time. Big big spoiler warning. Big spoiler warning. So if you've not listened, if you've not played the game, don't listen to this point. Fast forward like thirty seconds. You get a view from a young Jedi. I won't tell you what happens, but you get a view from a young Jedi on Order sixty six, and it is so fun to play. And Paul, mate, I think you can pick it up for like fucking 15 quid or something like that. I cannot tell you. And I think there's a new one coming out. I think they're going to announce it. It might be coming out this yeah. year I'll, from rumors I'll, I'll that I've seen. Um, play the game, mate. It's it's some of the most fun I've had. Like, I'm replaying it now on the Xbox. Um, it's some of the most fun I've had. But yeah, Fallen Order, yeah, there's a good chance we might get um, some of that cast in. BD, I oh, loved it. And then the, the other thing I loved was when we got the Naboo fighter it's such a fucking great way of combining the 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 prequels to now to like it was like i think favreau and filoni have such a good way of um bringing in different parts of it without it being so overwhelmingly smacking you over the face it was i loved seeing that because again i grew up as much as i'd watched the, the 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 original um the original star wars movies the prequels were the things that I res- resonate with me. So those big yellow fighters where he's like, now this is pod racing. I said that when they pulled out the Naboo fighter. I was like, yeah, because this is what I know. Um, I think that yeah, episode but- has got like the perfect nostalgia trip yeah. for like Star Wars. Because you, you get that whole scene, that whole segment from like this the start of that whole BD unit coming in. You're like, oh, that's fucking great. We get the Naboo starfighter and you're like, of course Mando gets that. Then when yeah. he goes for his test drive, he re-raises, he goes through the Bunta Eve classic pod race Yeah, track. so I'm, good. I'm just like, yes. And this is the thing as well, is like, and again, we're really bad for it and it happens all the time when somebody does something really good. Bryce Dallas Howard is a fucking fantastic director. I want her to do whatever she wants to do in Star Wars. People are saying, oh, she should do the next movie, she should do this. Whatever she wants to do, let her do it. Because it was the same with... Um, 
her name slipped my mind. I think it's something Cho. The, 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 the woman that's directing the Obi-Wan series, she's doing the full series. And it's because her episodes were so um, widely... Deborah Cho. Um, her episodes in The Mandalorian were so widely loved that they say, right, you can do the Obi-Wan series. So if Bryce Dallas Howard wants to go off and do a fucking Star Wars series, let her do it. If she wants to do a movie, let her... I'd rather she doesn't do a movie because the movies keep getting cancelled because Kathleen Kennedy's whatever. But, like... He's on a personal vendetta against our biggest cash cow. Yeah, and this is the th- this is the weird thing as well, though. I don't actually mind it. I actually love having Star Wars to look forward to every week. 40, See, 50 minutes. I, I have it. got I have got another hot take here for you. Oh, here he goes. Oh, here we go, Paul. I am sort of of the mind right now. I'm not holding myself hugely to account here, but I'm sort of of the mind right now. I'm going to watch Kenobi and I'm going to decide, am I going to continue with Star Wars is my thing. Oh, that I did not think. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm nowhere near that level, like giving up on Star Wars. And it's not because I'm giving up. It's just, I feel like we're, it's, it's sort of worked with Marvel, but I kind of see it happening with Marvel now as well. I think we're just going to get tired of it. Oh, you're wrong about Marvel. I'll, I'll say that now. You're fucking wrong about Marvel. <laughs> you're on mate. the wrong, wrong podcast. You're, you're on the wrong mate. podcast for that for one. But if you look at the if you look at the Spider-Man numbers, no one's bored of Marvel. <laughs> like it's that's, nobody's bored of it. That's Spider-Man. That well, we'll see Spider-Man. with Doctor Strange because Doctor Strange, nobody was talking about it. And now, yes, they are. But we are talking about Star Wars here. We are. Today. I know. Star Wars, don't, yeah. don't, put me on that, don't put me on that tangent. No, do you know what the thing is as well, right? See if they announce a Star Wars movie tomorrow. I'm not fussed. See unless they're taking us back to KOTOR. See unless they're taking us back to the wars between the Sith and the Jedi. I'm not that interested because you've announced and cancelled so many different movies that I'm... I don't know what's coming. I'm sure they actually announced stuff, but I think that was what the Game of Thrones guys were going to do. But for so, me, mm, on you go, Paul. I was just the they're never going to do Kotor as no. a film because Kotor, even the new one, is still like non-canon. It's just because yeah. it was such a well-beloved game. What they've got is something called the High Republic. Yeah, uh, but that's maybe, and it's different. It's not as yeah. nothing like the Old Republic. It but it is set like then way before so. I think that's the thing as well is like as much as I loved seeing Luke Skywalker in this and we'll, we'll start we'll talk about the deep fake thing after I make this wee point as much as I like seeing that and stuff I've got to a point now where I'm like right Star Wars can't keep just being about the Skywalkers there's other Jedis there's other there's other bounty hunters there's other people there's other politics there's there's other stories you can tell it's a fucking galaxy far far away a long time in the galaxy far far away galaxies are massive it doesn't all need to come back to C-3PO was built by Darth Vader when it was away and, and like you don't need that link as much as that's quite cool I want to see something other than looks. Give me a new character, like fucking Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. I love Dinja. He's like he's up there as probably my third favorite character after fucking Obi Wan and Darth Maul. That's why I think and we should do a do a series about Cal Kestis, which yeah. is the, the the player character in Fallen Order. Yeah. And I I won't I won't say like the reason why because Paul hasn't played it and I think you'd really enjoy it. The thing that happens at the end is such a fulcrum for more mm-hmm. like to come of that it's just you know, a treasure trove do you know the only argument i've got against that i, I want to play the game i don't i don't want to watch how i play no, it. yeah I want the, to that, that's my that's my exact argument too i want yeah. to play the game i like 
Paul, you get to build your own lightsaber in it, man. Play it. You get to build your own lightsaber. You get to go to Ilum. You get to you go get to Dathomir. Fucking Ilum. Dathomir. It's so do you, good. Do you know what happens to Ilum? Yeah, it turns Here's into a star killer base. But you, oh, get, to you, see, and you get to see that. You get to see like the it, the, the fledgling star killer base. There's they're there's building that during the Empire. Yeah. That doesn't make sense. But it's, it's like you see the trench being like the trench is being dug. It's what? it's Star Wars. None of none of the canon makes fun. No, it does doesn't have to make sense, but it's fucking cool. It's yeah. like Paul, Paul, you know that you know the bit in, in Clone Wars when it's Yoda taking all the younglings to Ilum mm-hmm. and they, they open the door. And they yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a puzzle based around that in the game. Oh, cool. Dude, you it, you need like, to play the game, mate. It's, 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 play it's it. definitely worth it. I will yeah. buy it for you if <laughs> if you don't get it yourself. I'm pretty sure it's on. I'm pretty sure. Have you got an Xbox? Xbox, yeah. If, if you've you got Game, game Pass, Pass, you can get it for free. Uh, save us, Paul. What? Uh, sorry, that, that was just me just promoting my uh, tag. Not that I'm on Twitch or anything. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, tag. I was like, what, what did you say? Um, but yeah, so we'll move on. We'll move on for the games because again, I could sit in here and talk about the game mm. for fucking days, and I probably will when they because that's the other thing as well. There's like six Star Wars games in development just now, mm-hmm. so fucking give me that as well. It just seems to be the films that they kind of get on track. You've got yeah. like series after series because like we've got, obviously we've got um, Obi Wan series coming out. I know there's a. Um, Cassie and Andor. I've had, I had a friend that was actually working on that set during COVID. Um, oh, same. Hangween uh, people. So, like, we know we've got all these series coming out, and they seem to be coming out. It's just the movies that are that are having this issue. But we'll get back to the book of Bobby Fett. So, um, Joseph, what about you, mate? I've talked. I've talked about like the characters they've either introduced, reintroduced, de- uh, excuse me, oh, debuted, all that so... kind of stuff. That was that was one of my favorite things. So, what was one of yours? So my high, and this has got a theme that kind of happens with the 100. For me, it was the music. Yes, like, like the the theme, the theme for Book of Boba Fett is so good. And then there's so much payoff with it throughout the series. Um, first of all, I found out recently that it is um, the I'm going to butcher the name uh, Ludwig uh, Goransson. Mm-hmm. Um, the composer for Mandalorian and uh-huh. the theme for Book of Boba Fett. The score was done by Joseph Shirley. Um, but Ludwig based the theme of Boba Fett on an old uh, Scandinavian tale called uh, Ronia, the Robber's Daughter. I'm not going to try and pronounce it in the native language because I will butcher it because it's kind of based, like Ronia is like the daughter of a Ronin, which is like a bad samurai. Mm-hmm. And that is what Boba Fett was based on. A bad uh-huh. samurai, a ronin. Like that's they... what uh, Daimyo is as well. That's like yeah. a Japanese uh, ruler. Mm-hmm. So that's like, it's, it's got that influences. And that's what I sent you, Andrew, just before we, yeah. we started recording this. I'm, I'm like, like, if you listen to it, it is just the, like the, the, but it's just that, that bit. But then payoff wise, you get Mando coming in. In, in his episode, and then you get the Mandalorian theme mm. interwoven with the Book of Boba Fett theme. That was my favourite part. Perfect. Yeah. Then, final episode, Ahan's cool, Ahan's fine, him and 
his pal, they're walking around Moss Espa. The every, everyone's bowing to the him. Yield, you're the, you're, you're getting the yield, the Celtic lilt to it. Yeah. I'm like, there's room for Celtic music <laughs> in fucking Star Wars. Here we go. And, and then finally, well. then finally, the end credits come in, and you get the cheesiest lyrics to it, where it's just Boba Fett sung to that. the tune, but you love it. I love yeah. that. I have that. been listening to that end theme Same. on repeat all day. Same. It's been stuck in my head. Bed. I keep playing it. I think it's brilliant. I, I keep just randomly going, Boba Fett. <laughs> me too. <laughs> like, like me, me and Lara have just been doing it around the flat to each other. Just like, we'll walk past and just go, Boba Fett. <laughs> just like, sh- <laughs> like shouting it from across the flat. But, like, good. not only the big score, like the little bits here, like the... um. I've I've got the because uh, I was listening to the album on Spotify uh, earlier. Um, some of the the tracks are named brilliantly. You've got um, like a bantha, which is just one of the big the big sort of memes that are like knocking around. Um, you've got the um, what's it called? It's like the two jetpacks. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. When, when like that's one of the the best bits where like they both take off and like start yeah. fighting everyone. Uh, it's called um... oh yeah, it's called you fly, I shoot. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. Just the the, the score for it is wonderful. And one of the best things is they've got Thundercat in the score. Oh, yeah. yeah, Thundercat's the the, the mod guy. The the, the mod mod guy. Like, they got Thundercat in Star Wars? How? (laughs) I think that's it. Star Wars just shows shows you how Mm. across all fucking generations and, like, people that you would not um, assume to be in Star Wars, they're going to get them in because they are such, such big fans. Um... But yeah, the, the music, the, the scoring, the music, I, I don't think Star Wars ever fails at that. Like, I always think mm-hmm. it's like, it's something they always nail. But even as you said, like the thing from what you said that I agree with is when the Boba Fett score merged with, with Mandalorian, because I love the Mandalorian score. Like, there, there was one moment in the, the end fight where he's on the 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 wee kind of like getaway thing, when he's mm-hmm. just before he meets Grogu and he comes around a corner and his theme plays. And I was like, oh, fucking love that theme. So good. Uh, all of my best bits from the series is the last two episodes. Obviously, the the Cad Bane reveal, mm. just from when you see his silhouette yeah. off in the desert. I I was up on my feet. Yeah, it was like two in the morning. I was up on my feet. <laughs> I was like, here we go, Cad Bane is here. The fact Corey Burton comes back to voice him as well. Yeah, the I voice. I don't think they could have done it without. The, I was going to say, was it the same? Because it was really spot. Yeah, yeah. It, it was. It was Corey Burton. And the voice um, as well, because this is the thing as well, is it's interesting for, for me, from someone who vaguely knows the character because I've watched some of the animated stuff. Obviously, you two guys know um, because you've watched it extensively. See, even if you don't watch the animated stuff and this is the first time you meet this character, they do so well of building him up as a threat. The second you see him walking in slowly and then obviously what happens in the episode where he, he shoots all the fan and the, the wee guy that they clearly just introduced so that he could be fucking <laughs> cannon fodder for uh, Cad Bane. Mm-hmm. But the way he talks, even the way he says, like, what was it? Boba Fett is a uh, like a murderer who used to work for the... And I'm going, your voice, mate, fucking give me that low it's, decibel, mate. It's perfect because I think, I think it's... Corey Burton for actually is... Um, was Christopher Lee's voice match for oh, several wow. things, including Clone Wars and uh, I think like Kingdom Hearts as well. Yeah. So he was like, when Christopher Lee couldn't do it anymore through like either illness, old age, and then eventually passing away, yeah. he took over that. So he's, he's able to reach those really gravelly registers. Yeah. 
but like the one of the best things about Cadby, he's just the the silhouette is like it's reminiscent of all like all the old country and western, the western sort of films, um, which is also evocative of old Kurosawa films, and like it all it's all circular circular because like that's what Star Wars is. It's a it's a samurai film, but it's also a western, yeah. mm. and yeah, it, yeah. like that reveal of Cadby hits all of those notes perfectly because you know Cobb Vanth isn't walking out of there. Yeah, you know, as we deputy, he's he might as well be wearing like like a, 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 a bullseye, like fucking bullseye on his chest. <laughs> like it's such, it's this wonderful moment where you are on the edge of your seat. You know what's going to happen, but you don't want it to because, as as you said, Andrew, you you don't you don't have that same knowledge of Cad Bane. Yeah. So like you, but you knew like, oh fuck, this boy's a threat. Oh no, I knew I knew who Cad Bane was, and I'd obviously watching like um, Easter egg videos. I always go to Nerdist after these episodes, which I, which I cannot recommend enough if you if you want to know like more about the background in Easter eggs. So I knew that he'd like um, met and trained Boba Fett when he was younger, and I, I've seen enough of him to know that he is a mm-hmm. character that is like held in such high regard. And there was people predicting that he would he would show up in this because it was obviously. It was the, it's the thing to go off my bad point about how the pikes were just so underdeveloped. There was people trying trying to guess like, oh, Cad Bane will come in. There was people saying it was going to be, uh, what's our whole for Game of Thrones that was in? Um, oh yeah, uh, from from the solo film. Yeah, oh, they thought it was yeah. going to be her. Um, Emily, Amelia Clark. They thought it was going to Amelia be Clark. Crimson Dawn. Yeah, I, neither can I. It was, I've, I think I've seen that film once. Um, but the point is, is like the, the, there was people kind of guessing. So I'd I'd known about the character and I knew like who he was and what he'd done and, and all that kind of stuff. But what I was what I'm kind of alluding to is the fact of not everybody watches everything. It's the same with Marvel. Like I watch all the TV series, but I know not everybody's going to watch those. It's the same with uh, with, um, with characters like this. As long as you elevate this guy to be going fucking hell, like, and I think it worked. It paid off for that. The the, the last episode. When he fucking squared up to the to the rancor, and then went toe to toe with Boba, you're going fucking hell! Like, what's what? Who's who's gonna fucking eat the dust this time? And it's just again, like with his flamethrower, just yeah, get out of here, you so stupid casual as well, man. I was just like, <laughs> he is a G man. He's absolutely awesome. He's um, such a cool character. Like the last the last thing I'll say before yeah? Paul gets to like revel in the series, <laughs> the the kaiju fight. Yeah, I'm just gonna say the fucking kaiju yeah. fight, the rancor and the robots. That was just Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla. <laughs> exactly. That's what that's what it was. And then you get the the King Kong. I when he's up climbing yeah. the yeah. tower. Yeah. There was a battling. few of those in this whole series. Actually, callbacks it's, to films. There's loads of callbacks. I just that episode was the last episode was gold. It was it was wonderful. It was golden. Love I nearly it. I nearly had a problem with it though. Like see when um, Danjarin like flies up and tries to ride. The rancor, I'm going, don't shit on Boba like that. He he rode in, he trained how to do it. Because <laughs> if you could just fucking sit your ass down and manage to do it, but then the fact to get chucked off and that was like, right, that's fine. We've we've not shat on Boba too much. Um Paul, what about you, mate? What were some of your highlights of the series? Highlights. So I I said I mentioned earlier there's the the Sarlacc pit. That is yep. you needed that. Because yep, this like we were talking about what we were talking about before is this was telling two stories. You have to tell the story of how he gets out and survives. And yeah. Be- uh, and then you also have to tell the story of like where he's going now. Yeah. So seeing him in the Sarlacc 
uh, being trapped. That was so good, just seeing it. And it's, it's damp, it's dank, it's, he's being burned alive. He finds a, a wayward stormtrooper as well. He's like stealing all the air whatever's yeah. left in there. It's like, <gasps> and he burns his way out. And then when he goes back, and I loved it, cause I, I couldn't help but laugh because I loved it. I was like, I, at first I thought he was being a lot more vindictive. He was just like bringing in a ship. Yeah, looking under. He's just going to blow it to hell, but he's like actually looking for his armor. But then it jumps out at you. And it's like, you but when he me... drops the bomb into yeah. its mouth, a oh, Jaws I, reference, I think. I pop oh. that at that shit, man, because that is one of my favorite sounds in all of Star Wars when that happens in episode two, but it's just that, oh, so good, man. <laughs> Because I, I realised like, that before perfect even... way to destroy this. Yeah. Thing. <laughs> but that was it. again. That's, that's again. If you're being picky, you're going surely you can't be that idiotic to fucking just like peer under. Like you know what's going to happen, Boba. Nah, he's just completely forgot that you get fucking lynched by however many Jawas. Uh, I, I thought that was quite good as well. Like sort of establishing. We all think, you know, of the the scavengers of Tatooine. You think, okay, the Tuscans are bad. The Jawas are. Are all right, but then you're like, actually, the Jawas are kind of dicks, and ah, they're little sand people are sand people are just uh, un like the you just need to get to know them, you know. Yeah, but I also liked um, the the whole scene where he's waking up from uh, his back to tank, and then you just get picked up by this Wookie, oh. and then he's like got his whole gang trying to stop the him. I love I love the Gamorians as well as two guards. Yeah. And they come, I love them. And they came the out there and just throw them about. The worst security to ever be. A fucking giant gladiator Wookiee manages to sneak it, sneak in. <laughs> it was a great scene and I loved it, but you're going, come on, guys. What do you got a mechanical eye? <laughs> this cyber guy is just tossing them aside, choking Boba and all that. Yeah. And it's just, oh, it was, I love, I really thought that scene that was, that was cracking. And then in the finale, it was amazing when the. I mean, I've, I could talk about Cad Bane at length, but I'll, I'll mention their showdown in the finale, which I really liked. You know, and he's scaring away, and he's like, "You know, I'm faster than you," which they've actually they've never really established because they've never properly like this been on screen together. Well, did you know? So, fun fact: this actually has happened before. It was a as a, a development episode. It was a deleted, yeah. It was deleted from an episode that they were going to, and that was how he got his. That was apparently how he got the dent yeah. in his helmet, um, which I found so interesting. And it looks so similar. So the point where they both shoot and the development thing, they both kind of fall to their back. Whereas this <laughs> one, you get them both shooting, and it's just Boba that falls. I thought that was well, really well, interesting. Well, here's another uh, one on top of that where Joseph, you actually... need to up again with the fun facts here, mate. Me and Paul are fucking killing it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've and, actually forgotten I was on a podcast. I was just listening <laughs> to you guys. I'm just like, this is so interesting. Just keep going. This, this so, should be a podcast, man. Why, why are we releasing this? So in that uh, deleted episode, I can't remember what it is that happens, but basically like Boba's like decided against it. I think Cad Bane's like, well, we'll just kill these people and we'll move on. He's like, yeah. no, we're not going to do that. Kind of like the crux almost at the Boba Fett character, but then they have this shootout. But what actually happens in that is that's where he's supposed to get his dent from. But it's actually, yeah. you'll notice that Cad Bane in this, when he gets his hat blown off, has a big metal plate in his head. That's where he gets that as well, because Boba yeah. shoots him in the head. Mm. And apparently he doesn't die from that. Um, and I was wondering actually as well, now he does stab Cad Bane with his gaffy stick, which I quite liked actually, because he's just shown, yeah, he's really good with his gaffy stick. Um, and he stabs him right there. 
and another nice brutal moment. But then there's beeping. Yep. There's so that's I've got my next question. So it's like because in the series he's got his wee little robot friend. That's what I reckon that is the beeping signal as we robot friend. You know, until you mentioned that, I never thought of his wee (laughs) Seth Green voiced robot. Seth Green robot is going to come in and save him, so he's going to be coming back in either Boba season two as the bad guy, or he's going to be returning in the Ahsoka series because he's because Cad Bane's a Jedi killer. That's what he does. He's Mm. the only bounty hunter to go like, yeah, I'll. Fuck with a Jedi. I'll a Jedi. I'll that was going to be that was going to be my next question. Was do you think he's dead? Of which he's mm. in both answered. No, I don't you, think you, he is. You can't the, kill a character like Cad Bane just like that. Yeah, and the one thing as well is like I think it would be I think it I don't think it would be the worst thing if they killed him because you're going fucking hell, man. That's like anybody can go. But the fact that they focused on, on the, the beeping, beeping on his chest, it's, I'm going. That's, that's significant. Beeping. Yeah, it's significant. It's ominous beeping, and I don't um, know what it means, but I don't think you're dead. But yeah, no, he's not. If he was dead, you would have got the zoom in, no noises, because it's enough to make fans go, because mm-hmm. I mentioned it when I watched it at the time, and then I watched the Nerdist video and the Easter eggs, and he brought it up, and I'm going, right, so it's not just me, it's definitely something that's that's been noticed, and then you two guys noticed it as well. Um, have you got anything else you want to add, Paul? Because I've thought of another one that I love. Oh, uh, let me... oh I loved him riding in on the rancor. Uh, I like, I've called it Chekhov's rancor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> just like, you know... Uh, he's just coming in like, oh, look. And I love Danny Trejo's character, actually, as well. Just yeah, like, that was cool. I thought, what a perfect way to have him in Star perfect Wars. Perfect role he's for a, him as well. Uh-huh. A trainer of these huge monsters. Uh, so I thought, I actually, a problem, I liked them. And it was also a problem because they show up and I loved how they were carried on this huge plinth the by all these people. And they just show up, these hut twins. You can imagine how heavy they are. They're just being crushed. And then they just, they're like, yeah, we got to go. And I kind of get Do you know what I liked about that though? It was how professional they are in the sense of because they showed up to apologize for sending <laughs> Black Ransom to, to kill him and the lap. We shouldn't have done that. We are we're sorry, <laughs> but we're we're gonna fuck off the new because there's worse cunts coming, and then he's just like and then that was the weird thing as well, because we didn't know if we were gonna get him back. And he's just like, yeah. You're free, you can go. And you just see this big Wookiee running off. And I was like, that's really awkward, but then obviously we get him coming back. Um oh, oh you've just reminded me. The scene where he's in the bar. And he tears I, the boy's arm yeah. off. Because I was, I was jumping with for joy because I was like, there's a bunch of Trandoshans there. And the, the Wookiees and Trandoshans hate each other. Yeah. And this is why I wanted Bosk in this series because Bosk is a known hunter of Wookiees. And uh, he's like a Wookiee gladiator, uh, presumably on some Trandoshan planet where he killed a lot of Trandoshans yeah. for fun. So him just sitting there drinking and seeing them dying, I was like... Oh, uh, this is going to be, he's going to so flip out in any second. I loved it. So the other thing that you've just reminded me there, Jennifer Beale, who played the, the woman that kind of ran the, oh, yeah. the casino, mm-hmm. she was fantastic, suited the mm-hmm. tone of Star Wars so, so well. Um, the other thing that kind of comes to mind, what I love about this, and I don't know if it's a director thing, I don't know if it's Feige or if it's Filoni or whoever it is, these episodes are shot so much like a fucking game. It's unreal. So you had the the train scene with the with the, mm. the the Tuscan Raiders. It's a fucking. It's again. It's Mandalorian had it as well. There was so many bits mm. that you're like, this is like straight out of a fucking game console. And then the other bit was in episode five, where he's at, where the the other big Mandalorian. I can't remember his name. Challenges him for the dark saber, mm. and it's the two of them like... on this like fucking like walkway when obviously no barriers because barriers don't exist in star wars but like the two of them are just standing end to end 
And mm-hmm. all I'm thinking is, get over here, fight. It's like, I'm just going, like, this is the start of a fucking Tekken game. It's like, <laughs> it looked gorgeous. The cinematography was stunning. And there's oh, just that, so many. I, I want to jump in. My One of my favorite bits in the entire series was in that that bit. It's when the, the armor is training Mando with the yeah. dark saber and she just punts him off the ledge and, and he falls just, off. He just goes and just uh, falls down. Um, I was killing myself laughing and he just jetpacks back up. It was oh, it's so good. These the warriors thing- are just expected to, you know, use your sense and fly back up. There's no <laughs> gravity or false <laughs> gravity here. You need to fly back up on that platform. <laughs> I think that's the thing as well, is I think overall that like, the way they did the um the like the action stuff was fantastic especially when you got to the end of the the, the episode the bit where the the, t- the two of them come out on their jet pa- jetpacks and start doing it fennec again i feel as if i've not gave her enough praise she is fantastic when she goes and like it was brutal when she hung the guy as well i was like, that's i was gonna mention that, that she goes and it kills them all yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the, one of the things i really liked about the last bit was the cgi on the the force fields because it felt very Phantom Menace. Yeah. And it was like, it felt cozy. It felt, that's the Star Wars I remember. It's janky, but it works. Yeah. Speaking of which, I was like, of those big droids, I was, I just wrote down, I was watching this. Oh, I know what these are. They are, they are the next droid in line. They, they, they are big daddy droidicas. That's <laughs> yeah. what they are. Big daddy droidicas. Yeah, to go, to go on what you were talking about there in terms of like the, the, the scorpions and, and the CG and stuff like that. That's another thing I need to praise is that Rancor for me looked flawed. There was at no point did I think, oh, that's a big CGI monster. The same with the droids. And then the mm-hmm. big thing I want to talk about is the glow up that Mr. Luke Skywalker had. Because <laughs> I, I'm, assu- I'm assuming you two know the, the story behind that. Yeah. That <laughs> it was a, a boy literally used uh, deep fake on YouTube and f- essentially, for lack of a better term, fixed what this multi-billion fucking <laughs> worth company did and he fixed it and put it up on YouTube and they employed him and I love that. There's stories mm-hmm. about how guys go to Comic Cons and build their own R2-D2s that get jobs and where is this guy and again, I think it, it brings up a good argument is because I've already said I want to kind of get away from, from Luke Skywalker. However, if you tell me there's going to be a, Sky, a Luke Skywalker series in between 6 and 7, I'm for that because I'm interested in how he gets from where he is to where he ends up in The Last Jedi. But I don't like the idea of CG. As much as it's nice for these wee cameos, and because I'm also a big fan of this guy, I would like to see Sebastian Stan play him. I was just about to ask you, Andrew. Yeah. Would you cast Sebastian Stan yes. as Luke Skywalker? There is so many photos going around, and he's even mentioned it, the fact that he's called Luke, he's called look uh, look, he's called Mark Hamill his dad and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. He looks enough like him that I can forgive it, but people need to get past this. Like I've seen there's a reference talk- of Mark Hamill. There's like there's like this Yeah. He, obviously he's he's cracking, he's brilliant. He is Luke yeah. Skywalker, but you can't ignore the fact that he, he he's past the point of being able to play young Luke Skywalker. I mean, that was my, that was my one problem with how they did Luke. It -hmm. was his voice sounded really stilted. Yeah. It sounded, that was the biggest issue. Emotionless. And I was like, that's, I was like, oh, it's Luke, that's my Luke. And then he started speaking. I was like, that's, it sounded like, it's kind of Luke. It's kind of Luke. 
but that's, I think that's how motion behind it, yeah. Yeah, I think that's how they did it. I think they had Mark Hamill record some of the lines and they also used lines from the old movies and kind of mm-hmm. amalgamated them into this one kind of... So, and it was, it was the bit where like Ahsoka leaves and he's like, will I ever see you again? I'm like, oh. Yeah. But that's and it. Then- and I think there needs to be an acceptance to that though, that if you are going to recast, because obviously I know, is it Alden, Alden Erden, Alden Ehrenrich, whoever... Heinrich. Heinrich, whatever, how you ever... Alden, we're, we're mates. Um... How he got cast as as um, Han Solo, people were kind of oh, he doesn't. You need to get past that, right? If you want to do these kind of prequels of characters we already know, to me it has to be recast. And I think Sebastian Stan's a strong enough actor to do it. I think he looks enough like Luke to to, to do it. But I, there's always going to be backlash with stuff like that. But what I would say is that they they absolutely killed killed. Like when I seen it, I was like, "Fucking hell, this is yeah. good." Um, what I want to ask you is, you know the bit where he's sitting on, he's sitting with Grogu. They do the bit with the frogs. Yeah, I would have been happy with that. Yeah, that that would that is open and shut, lovely. That is Luke Skywalker for me. He's this shown, is... he's shown himself. He's done this, <laughs> a nice wee fun thing with the Force. Yeah, lovely, Ace. That's me. But this is the thing as well, though. Is like I have faith in Filoni and I have faith in Favreau. To me. The reason they're doing this is they have reason for it. It's not just because, oh, it's cool, it's Luke Skywalker. There's a reason they're putting him in here and there's a reason that they they, they showed as much as what they did between him and Grogu. And I'm here for it. I think it'll be great. And that's another reason that leads me to believe that Grogu will end up with a lightsaber because he's somewhat trained in the Force. And even like Luke talks about, has a line where he's like, I'm not so much teaching, but almost just reminding or waking up what he's already learned. Um... But yeah, I think for me, just to finish up on this, because I want to talk to you a wee bit about what's coming up in the future. I think Boba Fett's a good series. If you ask me, did we need it? I would say no. I think what Paul said in terms of the Mandalorian stuff, we could have had in the the separate Mandalorian series. Am I unhappy we got it? Not at all. I'll probably rewatch it at some point and binge it because I'm interested to see how these series are as a binge because obviously I, myself I've only watched them week to week and then I've not watched them again goes mm-hmm. the same for the for the Marvel series I, I'm interested in what a, a one or two day binge of this is to see if it maybe resonates with me more um, but yeah for me Mandalorian is or, or, I enjoyed those series more but I've thoroughly enjoyed this in fact there's one there's one bad I shouldn't end on a bad note but I need to talk about it um, the episode where we got the introduction of the Power Rangers it was the slowest chase scene. Oh, the slowest I have chase scene ever. I, like, I literally turned around to my dad at one point. I was like, this isn't, this isn't like, this isn't like, I feel as if you could jog and catch this like cruiser. Like it, it felt so slow. And I was like, there must be something off. They wouldn't have edited it like this. I can just remember I it was ne- so weird. I never noticed that the first time, but after rewatching them all today, I, I feel like it does binge quite well um yeah. I, I i was certainly engaged but uh i i noticed it this time i was like yeah that is a is a bit is it the vespas are they still i i, I the speeder we know goes fast yeah. so i just you know, the, I, thing, I don't know. the thing that made me stand out was in in the last episode where he sends fennec off to kill the leader and her cruiser mm. she just fucking just shoots off. shots off and i was like that right so it's definitely a choice then that they've had that that slow. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was it's just again, it's another picky thing. It was just because I've got the, the episode up here and I can see the the fucking what are they call what were they what were the power rangers the called? Droids. 
No, they're they're not droids. mods. They're, they're not mods. mods. They're Power they Rangers. Are the mods. No, they're they called are... the mods. Oh no, I understand they're called the mods, <laughs> but they are called the fucking Power Rangers. I was trying to think of what they're. It's Morphin Time. What the fuck were they called? And That's Power the Rangers. Mighty, mighty Morphin Power are Rangers. You not, I understand. No, 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 no. What are the fucking machines called that the Power Rangers use? Megazords. Beetleborgs. Zords. No, it's not no, the Zords. Whatever the fuck um, stupid green <laughs> But the fucking they were eight, their eighth friends. The eighth friends. iteration of this uh, the Power Rangers. But yeah, so um, again, it seems across the board we're all fairly fans of this series. Um would you be happy to see a series two? Yeah. I would be I would be happy to see a series two, but what I would want is uh, let, I would be happy for Mando to be in it. I'm fine with him being in it. Boba needs to be the focus, and more, more, more underworld. More Fennec. And more Fennec. Yeah, Fennec's great. Mm-hmm. She's another one that they've introduced a new bounty hunter who's a really good character. Yeah. Um, more bounty hunters. Getting boss. Getting Dengar. Yeah. Apparently, Dengar uh, has a messed up journey because apparently he's in Rise of Skywalker and he must be about 150 by then. And I think it's because <laughs> he's kind of like replacing body yeah. parts of himself or something so you can do stuff with all these because people will go oh that's so and so and that's and yeah. like, like they did with Cad Bane and you could have a much more interesting story I think nice one Joseph you all for a season 2 I'd be for a season 2 but I just want more Boba in my Boba Fett really yeah yeah. I'll be interested I think I'd like to know what they were doing before I get like again I'm going to watch it I've got this in class I'm obviously going to watch it but I'd like to know what the plan is. I would like to see him maybe jump into Mandalorian and see if he's going to be some, as Paul's kind of... He's, he's uh, going to be the Mandalore. That's <laughs> what's going to happen. Paul, you, heard it, you heard it here first, internet. Paul, remind me, did was Bad Batch out before Mando? No. Um, no, I didn't uh, think ba- so. But Bad Batch, Bad was, Batch came out was, after Series 2, yeah. yeah Bad okay, because... Because before season, oh, oh, I I see where you're going with this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This was this was my thought for Boba Fett, like, and this was kind of like where I thought the dreams were going until I remembered Bad Batch. I thought he was going to go back to Kamino, Kamino, and 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 like basically try and resolve that whole Mace Windu chopped off my dad's head, and I thought he was going to confront Mace Windu. He's actually, Tamara Morrison's come out and said that, that he wants to go hunt Mace Windu, and I'm going... Because, like, (laughs) like, I know everyone wants Mace to be alive, and that'd be so cool, but imagine him and Cad Bane teaming up to go fuck up Mace Windu. He's dead. I I do want Mace... I'm conflicted, because that was what I originally wanted in Revenge of the Sith all those years ago. I want Boba Fett to go and disintegrate Mace Windu uh, but I also think it's much better you know he could you know no, he, he could, could. Mate, fucking Mace Windu's got a blue lightsaber the only reason he fucked up was because he got arrogant and looked the other way while fucking the fucking what's he called the Emperor melted well that that was uh, Boba's thing as well with Han and that's how he filled this out so they've got that in common so yeah. there we go that it's a fight to the death <laughs> So that's going to be all... episode two of the Boba Fett podcast. Yeah, if you, yeah. if you, if you, if you like this enough, uh, we're going to do like uh, we're going our to rank Boba Fett fan fights. Um... <laughs> <laughs> that'll be our tw- that'll be our Twitch series. We'll just do- we'll all just go on Twitch and we'll just talk about who can batter who's dad. <laughs> Boba's dad, dad could be Mace Windu. Mace Boba could batter your Boba. Actually, no, that sounds dodgy. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to tune in to find out. Um, so we've, we've, we'll move on to the future of uh, Star Wars now because 
this is my most anticipated series for a very, very... I'm not a big TV guy. Obviously, I'm a big movie guy, but I love TV as well. Obi-Wan has been announced. It is coming May 24th, 45 years after the anniversary of A New Hope. It's got Hugh McGregor back. It's got Hayden Christensen back. I cannot fucking wait. This is the one that scares me the most, though, because Star Wars has probably hurt, them, hurt me the most. I cannot wait for this series. I am so excited. Um, what are your expectations for it? Okay, so here's partly where I'm at as well. When I said before, I'm kind of basing this whether to continue with... I probably will still watch after this because I've been a lifelong fan, but whether I continue to invest okay. is what I'm kind If Obi-Wan in this series yep. fights yep. in real time Darth Vader, not yes. a vision, no, he's not... Gone. If it's if it's real time and He's not done. like a, a vision or a dream, yeah, I might be done. Paul's done then because it's fucking happening. I guarantee you, he will fight that. You do not bring back Hayden Christensen and not have them have a conflict. And the reason for that is because there is a line that Darth Vader says in Empire where Obi Wan once thought as you did. We do not see that. There has got to be a point within this series where that is addressed. Very similar to the to the you, Boba you Fett are escape. Clinging, clinging, I'm not clinging, not clinging, clinging at all. to one line of dialogue. But when it makes sense. Compared, I've not felt a presence since, not since I've fought because he's completely surprised by the fact that Obi Wan's alive in that in that film. Yeah, like, well, you could you could you can have it that he leaves him for dead the same way as. Um, Obi-Wan no, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. He wouldn't leave him for. He would destroy him. He would crush him. And uh, well, Paul, I hope you've enjoyed if, Star if Wars. Vader, up to this point if because Vader, it's fucking happening. If Vader knew any, like, any kind of trace of where Obi Wan yeah. was, he would go there and find him and crush him. So the There's, fact that if they do meet, it's kind of for me destroying a lot of the canon. Well, Paul, there's all there's also no reason for Vader to go to Tatooine because he hates the fuck out of Tatooine. But you don't know he's going to. He doesn't go. He doesn't go to Tatooine until he knows about Skywalker. That's the only time he goes back. I love the fucking pronunciation of Tatooine. Tatooine. No, no consonant. That's Aberdonian. That's an Aberdonian way of saying Tatooine. Tatooine. There's there's only one consonant. One consonant. Right at the beginning. <laughs> he's he's, right. he's nagging him back to Tatooine because he hates sand. It's going to get his joint. Do you want me to tell you why you're wrong? Right. Go ahead. Obi Wan's not staying on Tatooine. He's not. He's going to go he, elsewhere. There's going to be traveling. So this is the question that I've got. That to see. also infuriates me. Why? <laughs> because his whole deal on being Tatooine is looking over, watching Luke. Right. So to to, to last give you that, if, we're to, if we're going to talk about holding on to like fucking like the, the strings, you're honestly telling me the most powerful Jedi or powerful Sith at this point can't doesn't have the thought process to go. Hmm, maybe I should go back to my home planet. Hmm, why is there a Wayne called Luke Skywalker? No. He's all, he doesn't know there's a Wayne because he, he doesn't know. He fucking does. He doesn't know. Okay, so let let let's. He doesn't let's, know he has children. The... He thinks they die in childbirth. 
That's but why he's they make the force. So why doesn't he realize when like she's dead? Yeah, he's an actor. See, no, no, Revenge you're picking the apart holes of the original trilogy. Oh yeah, no, I'm, I'm de- again. If we're going, that's what I'm saying. No, Paul's picking holes on because of one line from me. I'm going, yeah, he's picking holes in everything. Like obviously, no, he's called, no, he's called no. Luke Skywalker. Mm, why? Mm, I wonder who he is. Obviously, on a planet that he won't ever see or go back to, or sense him. He's Obi Wan is hiding out because he's hiding for a for his life, and then b <laughs> to look after. Look, because right. if this right. if this kid gets eaten by one of these dragons that seem to just occupy, ta- who on earth would ever settle Tatooine? Because it's yeah, got it's so many it's a, predators. It's Plus, you must feel you must feel fucking like a bit miffed when you find out that Leia gets sent to one of the, like fucking older on one of the nicest planets, and you get sent to a fucking a pit. palace. Yeah, but right. So that's the, the the reason I believe that he's going to be off Tatooine, and it's and it's maybe a wrong guess. I have a feeling. You might see him save Grogu. No, no, no. I think it's Jocasta New that saves Grogu. Nice. I'd be, I'm, I'd be happy with that. It was just a thought where I'm going because you see the, the the scene where you see the 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 clone troopers coming in. I'm going right. Well, someone's got to save Grogu. Oh, I wonder will we get it in the next series that's like coming there's, straight after this. But I don't. I wouldn't mind if it's somebody it's, else. There's a theory it's either going to be Jocasta New or I saw someone say it's Barris or Fee, which I'm like I I don't know how it could be her because she was yeah. like. Because Anakin been... fucking kills her, doesn't he? No, he doesn't kill her, but they've been suspiciously quiet about her. Because yeah. uh, mm. she, she, um, uh, I'll try not to spoil this too much, so spoilers for Clone Wars, she turns to the dark side um, and does something, and she's sent to prison. So oh. I, I, I thought it would be obvious, uh, an obvious thing for her to become an Inquisitor, but yeah. they've never so... ever mentioned that, so I don't know what happens to her. My, so my two predictions for the Kenobi series, I've got two. Go on. Go on. The one I, I kind of hope happens is we follow on from what happens at the end of Revenge of the Sith. Yoda's like, oh, mind you're all, you're all like teacher. Yeah. He's back and he's a way to teach you the ways Qui-Gon. of the, the living force. We'll like, get oh, Qui-Gon. Yep. So I think we're going to get old pishy pants Liam Neeson. To, um, <laughs> to, uh, <laughs> old, old pishy pants. <laughs> um, oh, oh! I, I know, I good. know how it ties in. He's gonna find out Grogu's missing, and then he's gonna dial up, you know, whoever's taken, and be like, "I'm gonna find whoever's." Taken <laughs> I'm gonna Grogu. find you and kill him. <laughs> <laughs> I've so got a I particular set of Jedi skills. What and I think's gonna... gonna happen is, is Qui Gon's gonna teach him the way of the Living Force by him going to the like the planet of the Wills, or like going oh, like leave, following like the. He can't, the, he can't, the, he can't the, leave Tatooine. He can't leave Tatooine. I never said that. No, I'm mocking Paul. I'm not I, mocking I, I don't think I don't Paul. think he should. I, I think I, I think, think that would should. be cool, but it's it, that would be a nice wee thing, or like seeing him do that before he starts fully like committing to looking after Luke. But then we're <laughs> going to get the Darth Crate stuff coming in the yeah. the um, Tuscan Raider Sith Lord. You think they're going to do Darth Crate? I think it'd be cool if they did. However, I, just... I reckon there's going to be an Inquisitor come from him. Yeah, it'll be, um, inqu- it'll be an Inquisitor. Inquisitor. It'll be an Inquisitor, I think, and then there'll, there'll be an Inquisitor come end. along. And I'll, I'll tell you, and right, that's, and again, that's the point where he switches from like McGregor like stance to Alec Guinness stance, oh. kind of like what, what they did with Rebels. But I think if they include any Darth Maul stuff, they're just going to be shitting they, on what they, Rebels. No, did. no, no. They can't. They, they can't. can't they it. can't do. They can't do Maul. They really can't because the the the, the ending to that Rebels episode would negate all that. And I would agree with Paul's sentiment on that. That would wreck that. However, I think there's enough 
leeway to, to get Vader in. You don't bring back Hayden Christensen if you're not going to do something big with him. We want to see us... Like, again, I talked about it when I, Just... when I was going to see Revenge of the Sith. I count how many fucking lightsaber battles there's going to be. If I don't get a good fucking lightsaber battle in this, I'm going to be furious. I'm going to be just, going to be quite an just because, series. just because. All right. So my problem with this is that Disney were not confident enough in Boba Fett as a character that they had to include a character with a lightsaber. That is why Luke is in this. That yeah. is why because they need a lightsaber. Because some people go, "Oh no, no, I need a lightsaber in my Star Wars," which you don't because there's enough variety. Granted, so Luke didn't use his lightsaber. He was. He, he was swinging it around. And then he, he has this whole thing of yeah, this is a lightsaber. Yeah, technically, yeah, okay. So I just mean use it got, as in like in a fight. But so that that's partly the thing. That's why Maul turned up in solo. Like that yeah. that's why oh, we need a lightsaber in this. When you really I don't think you do. But it's just for me, it's just gonna be too jarring if they fight in real person. I think it's too jarring. He needs to stay on Tatooine, it's stay on that dust ball. And he ages like at twice the rate because he's out in the two suns all day. So that is what, <laughs> that is what we need. I don't mind inquisitors and that. I think Garth Crate is a bold, a bold uh, prediction. Uh, I'm all for it, but I don't think it will. I think it'd be cool. Uh, I just think I it's funny it's that, that Paul, like Paul, like you've says he can't leave. Ta- so what is he doing? He's, he's watching over Luke. Sat- that's a fu- that's not a fucking series people are going to watch. That I doesn't want, matter. Babysitting. I kind of hope that yes, they go a bit that is that is his whole deal. Like, like he's, he's not meant list. to be. Uh, is, he's not meant to be on an adventure, and ta- he's in hiding, watching over Luke. Well, I tell you something, Paul. Known known by the fact that what you've just said about that, you're never going to watch Star Wars again because there's no way he's staying on Tatooine, and there's no way you're not going to see a lightsaber battle between Darth Vader and, and Luke and, and uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. It's not happening. I'm fine, if it's is, a vision, if it's no, a it's going to be if, it, if it's a dream battle. I'm fine with that. Pull up in his fucking we, Star Destroyer and fuck Obi-Wan up. Do we know if Hayden Christensen is back as Darth Vader or as Anakin Skywalker? I don't think they've said. I because don't think they've if, I don't I don't think they've said, but I'm pretty certain he's put I, I, I'm sure I've heard I, he's putting the suit back on again. I, I think I think it's gonna be a more introspective series. And yeah. Obi-Wan dealing with like what you know, like his entire people have just been wiped <laughs> out. That's what like, I want. Fu- I, I think it's going to be like kind of what um, what they could have done more with in Falcon and the Winter Soldier with Bucky. Yeah. I think it's going to be more like that and a bit of a, a heavier Star Wars yeah. like sort mm-hmm. of series. And that's and I think Hayden Christensen coming back is going to be flashbacks, mm-hmm. like almost like PTSD yeah. style flashbacks for, for Kenobi being like, not only have I lost my Padawan, I've lost my brother and I've lost my best friend. And it's going to be that level of like, and we're going, every we're going other to see, we're going to see those moments that we never saw in the prequels. In the prequels, with um, Qui-Gon. with with um, Obi Wan and Anakin becoming brothers. Yeah, the, it's, it's, it's all remember that time on this planet, but we don't actually get to see what happens yeah. on that planet. I, th- I agree. I think that's what we're going to get. I agree with that, and then and then we'll get the Darth Vader fight and Paul will be raging. And I'll tell you this right now, right. We will be doing episodic reviews on the With Mates podcast of the Obi-Wan <laughs> series and the fucking episode where Darth Vader fights Obi-Wan, Paul Sturrock will be on the With Mates podcast. And I will I hope, blow a gas. Andrew, you're getting ready to put on your clown makeup for that. <laughs> Mate, I've said what? I, I will do, if, if it doesn't happen, I will happily put on clown makeup and we will do a video podcast rather than just an audio <laughs> podcast. And no, I will be happily here without my, mouth, uh, my, my clown makeup on because it's happening. 
and I take it the way this bet goes, I put it on if it does happen. Paul, is this, anytime, is this, the, new, is this I get, the new Spider-Man no, 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 thing? No, 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 no. Anytime I get you on camera, oh yeah, I'm forgetting you lost that bet. What did, I forgot what you owe me. Uh, I said I would publicly say uh, I, I was waiting f- so it wouldn't be. Oh, we're not going to say it on here. We're not going to say it on here. This is going to be a, it's going to be an episode in itself where you grovel. Um, okay, but no, okay. Paul. Anytime I put the ca- anytime I invite you on this podcast and we put the camera on, I'm waiting for you just to have something like that on. It's not. A, I'm not. I'm not um, going to ask you specifically to do it. But like we, we had a Christmas special where you had a white beard and all that stuff. It's it's like I I, I leave that all to you, my friend. But as I say. We are really dragging on. The audio listeners are going to probably hear my dog is whining, so I have to take her out a walk. Guys, thank you so much for coming on. I could talk Star Wars with you all night, but the pooch won't allow it. Um, before we go, Paul, where can the lovely people find you online? Find me at Stirrit Story on Instagram. That's where I'll be posting most of my updates and whatnot. Uh, all you lovely people out there keeping up to date with what Paul's doing. Mwah, mwah. <laughs> Joseph, what about you, bud? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Joseph Boone, uh, just my boring name, uh, where I don't really post much because I'm just awkward like that. You can also sometimes find me on uh, twitch.tv slash purplecoffins, and you can also find both me and Paul at The 100 Film Review. Oh, well done, Joseph. Show. Well done. Did I, did I get sagged? <laughs> well, no, like, because they know where to find you, Andrew. They should yeah, know at this point. You can find me on The 100 Film Review as well. Yeah, you can find Andrew as well, but I don't maybe, know, maybe not. Because we're just chatting about Paul at this point. Are you, are you so egotistical that you need to be mentioned in this as well? <laughs> I just thought it was... you, go, you go, Paul and Joseph. Where we can, where can we find you? Oh, we can, you can find us at the We One Hundred. Where's my invite? No, I'm part of that show too. It was just seemed kind of mean that you'd singled me out. The fact that all three of us are part, and you go, you can find me and Paul on it. Mm, he sometimes, <laughs> he sometimes it turns was... up. <laughs> Yeah. Speaking of which, I do believe we've got news on that coming up. We've been getting some kind of like drip feeds of um, the the episodes actually, the video episodes actually getting quite close to being released. So keep your eyes peeled on at 100 Film Reviews on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that jazz to see when they drop. Uh, For me, now it's my bit, Joseph. Bite your tongue. It's all about me, baby. You can find me at and Alpha Gray on all social media platforms. You can find the podcast at WithMatesPod on twitter and at with mates podcast on instagram and facebook um these guys will be back on very very soon as i say we'll be doing episodic for obi-wan so i definitely want you guys on that we've got a lot more fun stuff i'm going to do a cinema review for three films i'm going to talk about jackass scream and the new uncharted movie if you guys want spoiler specials of that let me know um on social media um it's now available to rate on spotify so if you're listening to the podcast on spotify or even if you're not jump on spotify it gives a five star review it really helps the podcast out do the same on apple podcasts um we've got another pod a new podcast coming out not just the with mates podcast it's a new podcast called how have you not seen that where me and a guest talk about the our favorite films and why you should be watching these films so keep your ears peeled for that one but until next time thanks for listening Latest on the Menjay. Whoop, whoop.